This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Okay, welcome to the inaugural episode of Great Disturbances. Uh, My name is Rich. My name is Paul. And uh, we are a couple of Star Wars fans. I don't want to I don't want to say geek. I think geek is maybe. I kind of think nerd works. Nerd works. Yeah. Nerd yeah. works. Star Wars nerds. Yeah. Um, what's the plural of, plural of nerds? Is it nerds? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it like crows where it's like a, a murder of nerds or whatever? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. A force gathering of nerds. Well, we had, a, we had a whole four episodes recorded and then my computer died. <laughs> Which is where uh, all of our well, data was. Uh, yeah, so I, I used to work in computer support, and the technical term for what happened to your computer is it got fucked sh- up. Took a shit. Uh, it, yeah, my computer took a shit. So we yeah. lost. Uh, we lost a couple of episodes. We had uh, we had one recorded with the original Star Wars, right? And we had a uh, recording of Star Wars Infinities, right? Yeah. So the, which we, which we was the which was the sort of the the alternate what if world of, of a new hope was the right. Yeah. That was, it was a comic series. What was it? Yep. Four issues long or something like that? Four or five. something. Like uh, that. Originally published by dark horse comics in the nineties. And it basically that one and two or was it two thousands. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That, that one. And then there were two others. There was an empire strikes back infinities and a return of the Jedi infinities, but we, we focused yeah. on uh, a new hope and we had a lot of fun with them and it's, it's kind of sad that they're gone, but I mean, this is actually, this is probably a good thing. This gives us a chance to kind of start in the middle of our story, just like George Lucas did with star Wars. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're <laughs> actually, halfway yeah. through, right? that's, that's a great point. Uh, it's, let, it's, let the people wonder what, how did, how did Rich and Paul get to this point? <laughs> yes. No. And when we, when we eventually go back and revisit that, it will be like poetry. It'll rhyme. <laughs> and then they'll be like, so that's why Paul's that way. Yeah. Okay. 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 I get it. They'll also probably think to themselves, oh, so Rich is the Jar Jar of this whole <laughs> Big floppy-eared dumb bastard. Anyway. so Big floppy-eared dumb bastard galactic <laughs> senator. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, if you believe certain fan circles, a Sith Lord. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Darth Jar Jar. Which I don't know. I mean, that might be fun to <laughs> kind of, kind of it's, it's, visit at some point. It's fun to think about in some terms, but like, come on, right? No, there's no way. <laughs> no. There's just no way. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so basically, on this podcast, what we're going to be doing is we are going to be discussing anything and everything Star Wars. Like, like the intro says, um, it's not going to matter what form it takes. For example, our next episode is going to be about an anthology of stories that uh, was the 40th anniversary, kind of a 40th anniversary of the original Star Wars. And we took a few uh, stories out of that and we discussed them. From there, we kind of decided where we would go. And we let our discussion kind of inform what the next thing was going to be. Yeah, I think it's kind of of important to note that this, at least so far, and I hope it kind of continues this way, is that we are not doing the Today we're watching season two, episode three of the Clone Wars, and then right. we do a blow by blow of what happened, right? right? And then the next episode is season two, episode four. Like <laughs> I don't like I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. That's not our. That's not that. That's not what this is about. Actually, what what we mostly end up talking about is themes and ideas, and I and I and I kind of love that. I really I really yeah. appreciate yeah. that we have this forum 
where yep. we can explore that because you know we're, we've talked about this before you know star wars means something different to everybody you know yeah. and i kind of look forward to hearing you know as we do different things as we talk about you know as we as we're reviewing different aspects of the star wars world i think to myself but i wonder how paul's thinking about this yeah. and uh, it's kind of an interesting perspective to have yeah um yeah. so I, I i hey i just appreciate that that you're willing to do this with me and i no, and, I, and i appreciate the same thing and you know we we did did we lose our episode where we did not Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones. No, we have Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because because that that illustrates one of the cool things <laughs> I think about this this forum for us is that in the episode previous to that one, we uncovered <laughs> that you thought that I was a prequel liker, apologist, a prequel a, apologist, a prequel apologist, <laughs> and I am not. Yes. I think they're bad films. Yes. But but the important thing is is that from that correcting our misconceptions of how we sort of think about things, mm-hmm. we get to that next level of like, well, let's talk about that. Right. You know? Right. I right. that's that's so that's what I appreciate and I like too. Yeah. What we're doing also kind of informs like my digestion of each of these things, you know? Yeah, it does. Like, so like as we're talking about stuff, even just within the New Hope episode that we recorded, from what I'm remembering, we talked a lot about like the logistics of running a Death Star. Yeah. Right? And we talked about the thing would have to come out of hyperspace, right? And how yeah. how disturbing would that be just to the, the area around it and something that I hadn't even thought about before, right? But we we talked about it and and that's what that's what I'm hoping that you and I can yeah. bring to each other yeah. and then maybe also to yeah. whoever's listening. Okay. The idea for this intro was to kind of explain why we're jumping in kind of in the middle and also why we're making reference in later episodes or current <laughs> episodes to stuff that happened before. You didn't miss anything. It's like, it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi discussing the Clone Wars yeah. and A New Hope. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So eventually we'll go back and we'll talk about it. And mm-hmm. hopefully it won't be as you know, just painfully disappointing as, as, <laughs> as the prequels were. But we'll see, I guess, right? I but, guess we'll see. Yeah. So here's what we want to do. Uh, one of the things that we do in the episodes, we bring questions to each other. This episode, what we're going to do is we have a couple of kind of intro type questions, right? For each other to kind yeah. of yeah. discuss a little bit yeah. about like this whole thing. So do you want to go first or do yes, you want Yes, I will go first because it, okay. right. it dovetails with what we've just been sort of talking about. And, ah, we, and, 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 it's, and it's <laughs> hmm, dovetails. Grow me up some dovetails. That sounds delicious. Dovetails. <laughs> My question for you is this. It's real simple. Okay. Why a podcast? The main reason is I need a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is a, a form of creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and I have had some just amazing discussions. We've known each other for what? God, almost 20 years, right? 30 billion years. 30 in fact. billion years, in fact, yep. right? We've known each other for a while and we've had some pretty awesome discussions. I mean, we had, you know, we will, we'll go golfing together and we would have like these, like these discussions that would last like the entire golf trip and, and, and just build upon them later too, you know? And I thought you and I have a good rapport, right? Yeah. Um, Well, it remains to be seen, but yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) well let's check the viewer numbers in a couple weeks here (laughs) yeah okay i feel like you and i have a good listener numbers (laughs) yeah yeah. but and and, well um, so i'm gonna i'm just gonna jump in for a second here by the way when when i say let's check the listener numbers i actually don't give a shit i mean i I, I mean what i mean by that is like the, the the discussion is rewarding enough 
Right. Right. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I'm, but maybe, I, I mean, let me, I'll let you finish. I, I'm going to let you finish. I just got to hold up because <laughs> I got to say this because it's in my head. Is that, is that the, for me, because because you like the editing and like the engineering of the sound stuff too. And like, yeah. I, I care less about that. Sure. For me, okay. the creative outlet is the discussion itself. Right. And yeah. for you, it is too. I mean, I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, but what also comes to that for me is that like, if, if this has a million listeners or four, doesn't matter to me. Right. I think that the other aspect for me is um, that now I get to kind of reconnect with you because I moved yeah. out. I moved away and moved we away just, we didn't really, dick. I know, like a dick. And, uh, and we just, we kind of, we had, we didn't talk much. And I thought this is a good way for us to kind of revive the conversations that we have. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a scheduled thing, you know? I mean, it's like, I'm yeah. terrible. I'm terrible at getting in touch with people most Schedules of the time. are magic for that stuff, dude. They really are, right? And it's, it's kind of one of those weird things where it's like, I'm going to schedule this discussion with my friend. But like, yeah. it matters because then yeah. there's a ramp up to it. There's preparation and we have, we have a, you know, a definite discussion. And yeah. it's not like yeah. it's in, immovable or anything like that. We can change it at whim, but... <laughs> in fact, in fact, this very discussion was moved from yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so case in point. Case in point. <laughs> but it, it still is, oh, we got to get an episode out. So we got we to gotta get this done. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. There's a little bit yep. of a, more of a, yeah. a little bit of urgency to it. So drop a I, cue on me, bro. Okay, I will. But I have, I, have different, I have different questions for you than I think that what you have for me. You have... No, but that's okay. Okay, all right, good. Right? All right. Who cares? Yeah. What's your favorite Star Wars movie and why? The... To me, my favorite Star Wars movie is The Last Jedi. Awesome. I'm, I'm, and, I can hear you getting ready to die on a hill. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm girding my loins right now. The Last Jedi has... Talking about your loins again. The, la- <laughs> the Last Jedi has so much going on that I hoped for mm-hmm. in certain ways for Star Wars films. One thing, Rose Tico. Rose is one of those characters who serves to connect the rebellion to the lar- to the galaxy at large. Okay. Because because I've always thought this rebellion is so so small to be representative of thousands upon thousands of star systems. Also, what I never got too much of a sense of before the last Jedi is why such a rebellion exists. Right, because the the empire is comically evil. Right, you know, if it, if an organization arose like the empire in A New Hope, you kind of think that everybody would be like, "Yeah, those are the bad guys." <laughs> you know, <laughs> what gave it away? <laughs> what was it? The giant floating death station? <laughs> that's those are the ones who are not the good guys. I feel like they're not going to be friendly. Like that, yeah. that moon just kind of like lands in, like in your skyscape and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know if they're friendly. That they doesn't seem like a tea time invitation. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So Rose Tico, but yeah. Rose, Rose Tico also gives me possibly one of my favorite lines in all of the Star Wars films because she, she gives, she shades war and rebellion differently because towards the end of the movie when she crashes finn's ship out of the big giant blast thing Mm -hmm. because finn was committing suicide he was like i'm gonna suicide run this thing and i'm gonna stop it or whatever Mm -hmm. and she 
takes her little her ski ship and knocks his ski ship out of the blast thing. And she and she's like, "Oh, I'm really injured and stuff on the ground." And he's yeah. like, "Why'd you do that?" And she says, "Don't do this to fight what you hate. Do this to save what you love." And like that that is something yeah. that is something that makes my heart sore. You know, that moment made my heart sore more than anything in one, two, three. Wow. I also think that Ryan Johnson was trying to do some interesting things with Ray and the light and the dark mm-hmm. and causality and destiny and go interesting ways with things. Yes. I, I did not like Rise of Skywalker sort of retconning against Last yeah. Jedi yes. and saying, hey, Ray, you're a Palpatine. Right. I did not like that. I wanted, I want the force, my, my sort of egalitarian whatever about the Star Wars universe, I want the force to be for everyone. Sure, yeah. Oh, that I makes don't want sense. it to be for these like, these like sheltered family trees that happen to be whatever. I want, I, I want it to be possible that some scavenger on some backwards ass planet can just be, by, by virtue of her heart alone, mm-hmm. be amazing in the force. Well, that's what the original Star Wars gave us. Before we ever knew what The Empire Strikes Back was, I mean, shit, my brother and I, yeah. we were fighting with cardboard tubes because anybody can be a Jedi. Because anybody can be a Jedi. And you don't then, have to be a Palpatine then, or a Skywalker. Right? Yeah, and see, that, see that, that was why, like, I still think of the, of the original trilogy, Empire is still the best movie. Sure. But, but that little point there, like, that took away a little bit. Right. You know, that, that I am your father, and then the prequels further like smushed that and saying, Oh, by the way, Anakin had no father. He was born of the force. Right. Like, like, okay. So clearly the force is not forever. The force is like the biggest amount of forces for like prophecy and destiny and shit like that. Not that that's bad. No, but, but I, I like the occasional, you know what? Joe blow can be a kick-ass Jedi just because Joe blow has like the gumption and the brains to do it. Not because, (laughs) Not because they're born of, like, whatever. He's got the moxie. Yeah. <laughs> I loved, I loved, I loved, loved, loved the Luke Yoda moments. Oh, my God, yes. You're in talking that, about some of my favorite moments in, like, yes. Star Wars history. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. I also, I also liked the culmination of Snoke in terms of, A, how Ben or Kylo Ren went about doing it and, like, getting sort of turned Yes. Sort of turned by Ray. Yes. At least turned a little bit in a different, nudge a different direction, right? But also right. be the cinematography of that scene also was just oh my God. Like, fucking cool. Oh, yes. The set was amazing. Yes. Absolutely so anyway, I- I'm going on too long just no, that's to say cool. that think? Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars okay. film. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, I, it's, it's definitely in my top three. I don't know. See, my problem is it depends on the day for me. Yep. Yep. where things will fall but i definitely yep. have like a top echelon of star wars films and the last jedi yeah. is up there uh, along with empire strikes back and the original yeah the last jedi for me though is uh, all of those things that you talked about but also the fact that we see luke's battle at the end i would say that luke's casting himself across the galaxy convincing everyone hundreds of people yes yeah. everyone on that planet everyone on crate believed that he was actually there there were hints. Yes. yes, there were hints that, that he was yeah. holding his dad's lightsaber for Christ's sake, the one that was yeah. blown up on the, you know, 
on the, the Super Dark Star Destroyer. The, 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 one that, the one that Ben just saw get blown up, right. by the way. Right. Yeah. He's holding on to this lightsaber, and, and, and you're not thinking about it in the moment, though, because the cinematography, yeah. again, is amazing. Yeah. But yeah. What, how powerful of a Jedi do you have to be yeah. to like, cast yeah. yourself across the galaxy, convince another very, very powerful Force user that you are actually there? Have what amounts to a, a samurai fight with him. Yeah. And then just be like, and then fade away and die. Right, right. He gave himself to the force in that moment. Yeah, he just said, "I'm ready." Yes, I am 100 percent with you there because I think that that scene right there Mm -hmm. was the single most amazing force usage Mm -hmm. of all of the films. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of people go ahead and dismiss it because they really did want uh, Luke to march out and fight down the entire First Order with a laser sword. But right. Luke is not that character at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's not that character at this point. He is the Obi-Wan character. And point. by the way, this, this, this dovetails, mm, dovetails, delicious. Mm, this dovetails. dovetails with our discussion of Yoda at the end of Attack of the Clones, where Yoda, yes. Yoda pulls out the lightsaber and he goes toe-to-toe with Dooku. Yes. But we hoped that Yoda would be something different in right. that sense. Right. And in this case, Luke... He didn't go toe to toe. He went to he went like to a different level mm-hmm. than what Kylo Ren was at. Yoda was fighting a whole different battle. Yeah, absolutely. Yoda says it best in the yeah. Last Jedi: "We are what they grow beyond." Yeah. The 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 master is what the apprentice is meant to grow beyond. And Yoda was he was a master swordsman, a master bladesman, and he he defeated Dooku in that way. Luke, his apprentice, goes on to not even have to lift a saber and yeah. defeat. Mm-hmm. defeat his his nemesis or his from across the galaxy aggressor. from across yeah. the galaxy yeah with his mind he did it with his mind yes, yes. yeah so it's a it, it definitely has one of some of my absolute favorite moments in star wars if not yep. in cinema last year or that yeah. year alone i mean it, year, was, yeah. it wasn't last year what was that 2017 20 yeah 2017 yeah that was oh man just that i i think about that shot when kylo ren and luke are facing off on crate You've got one of them on one side of this panoramic screen and one of them on the other yeah. side and just an expanse of salt and red and like sky between them. And it's yes. just, it's gorgeous. I, the cinematographer really just, the dude rocked just nailed it. Me. Yes, yep. just nailed the whole damn thing. So there we go. Do you have another question for me? Yes. Why do you think Star Wars has stuck around for so long? Marketing. <laughs> it's merchandising it's the just like yogurt says in space balls merchandising <laughs> it stuck around for that i think is what it was because uh, really we had you know empire through or, um star wars through jedi originally right mm-hmm. and then from 83 until 99 we didn't have another star wars movie proper right we had comic books we had novels we had cartoons we had action yeah. figures lots yep. and lots of action figures they never stopped making action figures from 83 to you know when when the phantom menace came out there were always action figures on the shelves there was the power mm-hmm. of the force there's all this other stuff right reissues of the special editions of the you know the star wars films he george lucas didn't let it die and what it did was he timed this pretty darn well because most of the people that were infatuated with Star Wars in the late 70s, early 80s, or my age. And I say most because I realize that, you know, you're younger than me, but not, yep. not by a significant amount, but by a, f- a few enough years that you didn't see Star Wars in theaters, right? Right. I saw Star Wars in theaters. I saw Empire in theaters. I've seen every Star Wars film in theaters. 
And he timed the re-release of the special editions of Star Wars Empire and Jedi perfectly for those of us who were just on the cusp of maybe forgetting about it. And then, bam, oh, yeah, Star Wars. Shit, yeah, Star Wars, right? Um, and also could now afford to buy yes. the, the reissue, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, we could also afford to buy it. And then right before, and like a couple, three years before The Phantom Menace, he had put this stuff in with the CGI and everything. And it was obviously, it was test. It was a test to see how good he could integrate, you know, CGI into, you know, film. And then he brings out The Phantom Menace, you know, and then that just kind of, a lot of people my age had kids at that point and they were bringing their kids to those movies. And those kids now have kids 20 years later. Ready to rock. Ready to rock and roll. I think it's timing. I think it's timelessness as well, because I think that when I think of Star Wars, I think of the original trilogy. That's, that's where my brain just automatically goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first film was based on Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces, right? And it's a, it's a timeless story, one that you could even, if you take that template and put it over religious texts, you can kind of see the same thing. Yeah. You know? And I think, that, I think that a lot of stories like that are, are compelling. You have an everyman or an every person who resists the call to become a hero and then eventually goes on and saves the day, you know, mm-hmm. and gets the girl and well, ostensibly he didn't get the girl in this one because if he did, <laughs> oh boy, um, we have, a, we have a corner to write ourselves out of next one. <laughs> yeah. What if Kylo Ren was actually Luke and Leia's love child? Weird. Huh, good question. Let's mm. ponder that. Oh, there's there's the next infinities. Um <laughs> so I think that it's I think that it's timeless and I think that the original message of the original film speaks to a wide variety of people. And then I think that George Lucas did a really smart thing in getting other people to come in and direct Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um Irvin Kirshner coming in and directing Empire Strikes Back yeah. was probably one of the smartest moves yeah, <laughs> Lucas sure. ever made. Yeah. So I think that I think timelessness and good timing and the and retention of merchandising rights, mm-hmm. the ability yeah. to keep yeah. it in the public public consciousness. Right. My next one for you is not as not as deep as the ones that you've thrown. Oh, me. oh pish posh. But here here it is. What color would your lightsaber be? I think like the green yellowish kind. Mm, okay. Like the Luke, the Luke color. What is that? Green or yellow? Green. Yeah. The uh, green? Luke. Like I yeah. think I want green. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's yeah. what I went with. That's what I would go with too. I would go with green, and that's exactly what I did when I played Fallen Order, and I could make my own lightsaber. You. Yep. As soon I as I could get green. the green crystal or whatever, I was like, "Yep, green." Boom. <laughs> so yeah. So there you go. So. I guess I guess our listeners now have a uh, our listener now has a um, an idea <laughs> of what we're planning. Hi Jeff. <laughs> Hi Jeff. <laughs> an idea of what we're what we're planning and where we're where we're going to kind of go with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, our next episode will be up next week. We're going to try and get these out on Wednesdays. I think at least that's my plan. I haven't checked in with you to make sure that that's okay with you. I don't but, know. Wednesdays don't work for me, man. Oof. <laughs> I got so my guy, you know, I get the mayor breathing down my neck here over here about this case. <laughs> <The mayor laughs> <breathing. laughs> he's hey. gonna, he's gonna have my badge and gun if I don't solve crack this one, you know. Uh, I think uh, we should just I, leave that. Okay. I'm leaving that in because <laughs> I want people to think that you're a cop. I'm 
just randomly and then when when you when they find out that you're not like they're but only like, yeah but i'm only i'm only occasionally like i i talk like this when i'm you know on duty yeah but like <laughs> but, but once once i'm off duty i'm just you know just some midwestern schlub who talks about star wars but i but i like transform into like the brooklyn the brooklyn cop you know yeah the man's gonna have my gun in my badge if i don't crack this one wide open or whatever well we're gonna we're gonna try and have these out on wednesdays and uh our next our next episode is going to be a discussion of the 40th anniversary anthology book that i mentioned earlier called from a certain point of view yes and that'll do it for us i think we'll sign off from here thanks for listening thanks guys Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!